0: The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading of the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. On a Sabbath, Jesus went to dine at the home of one of the leading Pharisees, and the people there were observing him carefully. He told a parable to those who had been invited, noticing how they were choosing the places of honor at the table. When you were invited by someone to a wedding banquet, Do not recline at table in the place of honor. A more distinguished guest than you may have been invited by him, and the host who invited both of you may approach you and say, Give your place to this man. And then you would proceed with embarrassment to take the lowest place. Rather, when you are invited, go and take the lowest place, so that when the host comes to you, he may say to you, my friend, move up to a higher position. Then you will enjoy the esteem of your companions at the table. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, but the one who humbles himself will be exalted. Then he said to the host who invited him When you hold a lunch or dinner, do not invite your friends or your brothers or your relatives or your wealthy neighbors in case they may invite you back and you have repayment. Rather, when you hold a banquet, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, the blind. Blessed indeed will you be because of their inability to repay you. For you will be repaid at the resurrection of the righteous. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, Lord.
1: The Lord be with you. The readings today, the first reading in the gospel, talk about humility. So I thought I would give a homily about humility, which uh, probably doesn't sound too interesting, I'm imagining. So we'll try to actually make it a little interesting. Of all the virtues, when you go through seminary and you have to study them and make definitions the, the differences in different virtues are usually not that interesting, but humility, actually, uh, it's, um, well, it's kind of amazing what it actually is. If you were to define it right now or to ask you to stand up and define for us what is humility, we'd probably have a lot of different answers. Jesus in the gospel, he's not uh, giving just human, you could say, uh, what would you call it, advice, right? It almost sounds like he's telling them how to climb the corporate ladder, right? Pretend to be humble at the bottom and then everyone will think you're a nice person and then you'll make it to the top, right? That's, that's not what he's talking about, although I'm sure there's some pastor somewhere has sort of interpreted it that way. Um, it's a little deeper. What is uh, humility? To begin with, it's the foundation of the, all of the other virtues out there. If you're not humble, right, you really can't have any other virtue. The definition, since I have you on the edge of your seats now, what is humility? Humility is to live in the truth. The truth of who you are. Sometimes we, 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 we might encounter someone and and they uh, have a little bit of false humility, right? If they're really good at something, let's say, maybe uh, playing the violin. And you say to them, wow, you're really good at playing the violin. And they say, oh, not really, you know, I'm not that good. And no, objectively, they're probably amazing. And we don't really like when people have a false humility. And of course, there's people that uh, are very arrogant and proud who are the opposite of humility and we don't really like them very much either, right? And we kind of like to see them uh, brought down from their high horse a little bit and humiliated. It's just uh, we don't like that either. So we do like humble people. A humble person is someone who lives in the truth. But then that asks a second question. Okay, so then uh, what does it mean to live in the truth? How do I know what the truth of my life is? And that's where we struggle. As a culture, we often prefer to not have to worry too much about those things. If there's a problem in your life or something that's kind of nagging you in the back of your mind, it's a lot easier to just sort of uh, push it to the side. kind of hide it in the fog you could say and not really think about it because thinking about it bothers me so I'll just sort of go through life without worrying too much about uh, really what is the truth of my life. So the answer to that second question which I know you're on the edge of your seat about well how do I find the truth of my life? Thankfully who you are and the truth of who you are is not who you see in the mirror. Some of you that's probably a very thankful thing to hear. I don't mean that in that way, but you can laugh too, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I mean, some of us don't like what we see in the mirror. and We're very hard on ourselves. Others like themselves too much, right? That's the story of narcissists, right? Where we get narcissists. They like to look in the mirror so much It's not about who you see in the mirror. Who you are is who you are for God. Period. End of sentence. Who you are is who you are for God. And that is so beautiful because our baptism, the most beautiful truth of our life, tells us that we are children of God who is a loving father. When he sees you, he likes what he sees. And he loves you. And that is the most deepest truth of our life. You could probably say it this way. You don't find yourself in the bathroom mirror. But you do find yourself reflected in the eyes of God the Father. And how do you see that reflection? Where can you go to see the eyes of the Father? Well, the answer to that is to make sure you spend some time in prayer whatever type of prayer you like, wherever you like to pray, however you like to pray, but to give God some time in the quiet of your heart to be with you. The more you spend in that activity of prayer, the more you're going to discover who you are in its deepest meaning. And that leads to a deeper love for God, and it leads to a deeper humility. We don't have to be more or less than who we are. And so I think Jesus' message today, he's asking us to be humble. He's also a little bit, you could say, uh, for Jesus, I think he loves when we open ourselves to him in prayer, right? Humility also brings us close to God. The one vice, you could say, the one that's the worst of all of them, it's not Sins against the sixth commandment. The worst vice is pride. His pride is to say I don't need anyone but myself. I don't need God. I don't need anyone and you're just stuck with yourself forever. That's the worst vice we could have in our souls because it's the one vice that pushes God away. So my brothers and sisters this evening let us take to heart these beautiful words of Jesus humility that beautiful virtue of living in the truth, and the truth will set us free. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen.